then. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Ruach, I think. Um, so, it's great to be back, but not back, with you all. Um, thank you. Can I just say thank you to you musical, noisy children? You're awesome. So there is space over here, there's space back there. Whilst we're back in the church like this, move around, enjoy it, because we'll have to go back facing the other way and there'll be less space for you kids, so make the most of it whilst it's here. Thank you for your music, thank you for the organ recital. <laughs> See, the youth bring back the old things. Um, aren't young people wise? Aren't you? If you're under 18, aren't you wise? You think so? I was, uh, I was once talking to a child who was not my own child, not my biological child, and they were doing something very dangerous. Uh, so they were kind of... Uh, I can't quite remember whether they were on top of a wall or what they were doing, and, and I, not being their dad or not having any authority, I couldn't just go, get down, that's dangerous. So I was trying to have, you know, a, a gentle discussion to explain that maybe being on the ground would be safer. And they said to me, well, you believe in heaven, don't you? (laughs) And I said, yes. And they said, well, if I die, I just go to heaven. It's fine. (laughs) And I kind of went, yeah, but wouldn't your family and friends and me and everyone else, wouldn't they miss you? Well, yeah, but, you know, we get, I think they said we get 50 years on earth. So, hey, if you're over 50, you're doing well. Um, (laughs) And then we get forever with God in the new heaven and the new earth. So, so what's your problem? What's your problem with dying? And I did manage to persuade them that maybe today wasn't a good day to die. And, um, and, and it was fine. But I was left with the thought, like, I mean, maybe this guy was seven, about that kind of age. And he was just like, why are you so bothered about death, David? Why are you so worried about all these things? It's fine. And it actually, it was quite deep, because I remember the next couple of weeks thinking, why am I stressed about all these things? There's some real wisdom sometimes and simplicity. So with that in mind, I have a question for you all. What are we here for? I don't mean, why did you turn up to church this morning? I'm talking the big metaphysical, that's a big word. Ask your parents after the service what that means, um, and they won't know. But anyway, um, it's a big question about how life, the world, and everything works. Why are we here? And I'm expecting that, you know, those under 16 are probably wiser than the rest of us on this. Why are we here? Someone shout something out at me. What are we here for? To be, to do. Cool. What are you doing? Anyway, sorry. To know and love God and to build the kingdom through loving and knowing him. It's really good. Is anyone able to simplify that a bit? Put it, put it into... Can I, just, can I just give those under, under 10 a chance at this? Under, actually, so we say under 12. 12 and under. Um... Anyone have a go at this? What are we here to do? What are we here for? What? Oh, I thought you guys shouted something. Any ideas? 
I've just said you're really wise. You've got to back me up. Anyone else then? What are we, what are we here for? To show the world what God is like. So I was having that conversation with that guy and um, he was focused on heaven. Now, maybe he was just wanting to stay on the wall and it was a really good argument to have with a vicar. But that focus has made me think it's, it's about having a focus that's on heaven as much as or even more than on earth. We get to be not just a normal, we're not just a, a social club that meets on a Sunday and, and builds some better toilets now and again. We're here to bring heaven down to earth, to live as citizens of heaven. That means that instead of being like the fact that we're British coming first or the fact that we're from Coventry coming first, this awesome city, it may be, you know, I put aside my Yorkshireness even to. Um, to glory in the fact that I am part of a countercultural community of heaven. So I'm part of something bigger and greater. And to make the name of Jesus the thing that we lift high. And that be the most important thing. So to come to my verse for this morning, I need, I need five volunteers. And at least one of them needs to be quite big. So one at least needs to be, I'll set a minimum of about six foot one. So I'm talking tall. So put your hand up if you'd like to volunteer. It's very easy. You get to stand here, look pretty, and hold a piece of paper. I'm not going to ask you to do any more than that. Is anyone capable of that? Oh, wow. Yay. Fran, awesome. Sorry. To start with that one. So if you stay there. Right, come on, four more people. Anyone? Emmy, you're going to help me out? No? Come on, Eli. Oh, sorry. This is where we need the tall person. Eli, come, but we need the tall. Come on. We need the tall person here. Minimum of six foot one. They're all pointing at each other. David, there we go. Right, two more. Come on. All I'm asking you to do is hold a piece of paper up. I will not ask you to do anything else. Somebody. There we go. Take the next one. One more. One more. Yes. Awesome. Right. Can you, yep, hold up the, that side. There we go. Right. Uh, David. Do you not know your Bible? Can you come in here? Oh, I see. We've got to... <laughs> <laughs> so this is Philippians verse 121. Now, um, these guys up here can't see you, can they? Anyway, what we're going to do is you're going to learn this. So everybody, we're just going to say it. And then we're going to ask ones of you just to keep hiding them and moving it and making it hard for them. Can you do that? Can you just make it hard for them to read? Don't turn it round, but do... Yeah. So hold it still now. Hold it still. We're going to practice. What does it say? For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. Right. 
make it hard for them. Actually, so you can hide it, but don't turn it over because there's something else on the other side. So, can we say it again? For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Now, what does that mean? Uh, A few years ago, me and my friend, Stephen, we translated this. Not from the Greek, we just translated it to something that was easier. And my friend Stephen, he got a huge piece of some paint, and on our office wall, he wrote this on the wall of the office to say, this is what we're about. So if you all turn them over... Can you hold it up nice and high? Go big or go home. Where's home? Heaven. So, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Go big or go home. Who can remember go big or go home? It's a bit easier, isn't it? Go big or go home. Can we say that together? Go big or go home. Right, if you guys can lie that down. If you can put it against the wall so it can be seen, but I'm not sure they're solid enough, but thank you. Yeah, let's stay with go big or go home. So, let me finish off. I'm going to keep everything brief for an all-age service. Um, If you want to hear me pontificate for a really long time, come to uh, the student thing, Equip, on Wednesday, and you'll hear me for much longer, if you can put up with that. Um, So, this is how we get to live. And what this was about, so the Apostle Paul, years and years ago, he wrote these words, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. And the rest of it, he was basically going, he was musing out loud, I could get, I'm in prison, He was always in and out of prison. He was being beaten for being a Christian. He was being beaten for telling people about Jesus. And he was there going, well, which is better? Should I go to heaven and be with God? Because that's awesome. And this life is really hard. Or should I stay on earth? Because I get to lead more people to know Jesus and show more people what God's like and put on display who God is. And he's literally going, which one should I do? Now, how many of you actually have that question? I think most of us are like, I'd rather be here, thanks very much. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. It's even better. So go big or go home. And, and it may be this morning you listen to that and you go, well, that's all very well for the Apostle Paul. I've never met him. And he seemed to be super and amazing. But I really struggle with this. So what we're going to do right now to get this into us is if you are scared of dying a lot of people are scared of dying and and that's very real and that's something we want to face up to if you're scared of dying we would like to pray for you for faith that actually it's going to be better by far and if you feel like and, and Tom's spoken into this really well if you feel like actually I'm more worried about the things of this world I'm more worried and stressed about the great thing about you kids is you're not really that stressed most of the time. It's like, yeah, it's all good. I'm not really bothered. I'll just carry on having fun. And as adults, we're kind of less wise, and we get stressed about every tiny little thing. Um, you know, I worry what people think about me. I worry what's going to go on with this, and that might go wrong tomorrow, and that might go wrong the day after. And what about next year? And what about Brexit? And what about... And the kids are just like, be right. God's in his heaven. I'm here. It'll work out. 
And we do need to care about these things, but sometimes we need to lose the cares of this life. So if you feel like, I care too much about this world and not enough about the next, then I'd love to pray for you too. So what we're going to do, if you would like prayer for either of those things, just that you'd like to be more focused on heaven than earth, or if you'd like to not be scared of death, if you would like to stand up now, well, in a minute, actually, and I dare you, if you're under 18, to pray for these people. I've said you're wise, I've said you're gifted, back me up. So let's pray for each other. So stand up if you'd like some prayer. If, if death is a scary thing to you, or if you, you feel like you care a bit too much about this world and not about the next enough, or you want more of that, then please, please, please stand up now and I will encourage the kids to pray for you. And kids, grab an adult to go with you. They're really slow at this, so grab them and get them involved. So stand now if you'd like prayer. Awesome, you brave people. You stand up, you get to receive. So now, kids, please, can you pray for these people? I'll tell you how to do it. It'd be really easy. All you have to do is stand next to them and say some words, and you're good at being loud, most of you. Any kids and parents going to come and pray for anyone? Yeah, no, maybe. Right, adults, you have to stand in for them. So if you're near, then get around these people. Let's pray for them. So all you need to do to be able to do this is pray for somebody and say, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will no longer fear death. I pray that you will care. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you will care more about heaven than earth, more about who Jesus is than what's going on around. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Would you keep coming? Okay. Holy Spirit, would you bless and would you keep working? Would you come amongst us and keep touching us?